guys i said i was gonna come on here earlier but oh, that didn't happen um all right now what do i do i need to pin what we're talking about today and i want to do that here so i had an epiphany the other day as i was driving um i don't know from where one of these long commutes and uh what I was thinking about was like, God forbid something would have happened to me. No one will be able to run my business because I don't have things in place written down. SOP standard operating procedures for someone to come on, you know, come into the business and just knock it out. And that like jolted me for a second because I'm like, you know, here it is. I am running a business, but I don't have, um, it's all on me, right? If, if something were to happen to me, there's the business and there's no more petite seats because I have not put things in place to run it like a business. And I'm, I'm driving as this thought comes to me and I call my sister immediately and I'm like, Leisha, like I am petite seats and I never wanted to be that way, you know, I, on my, my, um, incorporation forms, you know, I have myself a CEO, but I'm working like a damn employee. My mindset is that of an employee and not of a CEO. So I said immediately, all right, that has to change. So this year, um, last year was just a wash. Like I had a lot of things set in place that I was going to do that never happened. So this year I said that one, I'm going to hire. That was my main goal for this year was hiring so that what the, the things that I'm doing, someone else can do and that can free up time for me to be that CEO. So the position that I hired for, um, actually two, was my social media um, intern. And that at the time that I hired um, Milu, like no money was coming in. It's like the beginning of um, the year. And actually it, it was the end of last year that I started to negotiate to hire her. And I'm just like, how am I going to pay her? Because right now business is still up in the air, but I need to do it. Um, because I know that m 95% of my business comes from social media. And what I'm not doing is tracking and being purposeful on how I post. So it was vital to me to make space, even if I had to come from personal funds, to bring her on board. And I'll speak about what I've seen as a result of that. And then the second person is, now I said this before, this is seven years in business and I've never had anything other than kids tables and chairs but I got the brilliant idea to do bounce houses and I knew immediately I was not going to be able to run that company that part of the company I wasn't going to be able to do it it just was not going to happen and I didn't want to start something and it immediately be a fail because I just did not have that time there was no not enough hours in a day like petite seats take so much of my time and starting something new and then trying to to create that same level of service um and an amazing product as I have with the rentals the tables and chairs was I just knew I couldn't do it so when I tell you ask for things from the universe right and you get confirmation that 
you can go through when you get these signs. So Shava, I know you'll probably see this later. Like just out of nowhere, I get a DM and um, she, I've told the story before. She's like, you know, I really would love to help you scale your business. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I look at, you know, I go to vet her, her, um, her profile and she has like no pictures. So I'm like, well, who is this person? And so I said, you know, um, let me just find out, you know, I asked for help. I need help. I'm not sleeping and I'm starting a new endeavor. So we set a zoom call for like maybe two weeks from that original DM. And immediately as we were doing the initial interview, I'm just like, yo, I'm going to try it. What do I have to lose? And I was explaining to her what I needed. Like I have this big idea to bring these bounce houses in. I'm spending a lot of money. It's very different from anything I've ever done, but I can't run it. It's just not, it's, I can't do it. And she, I said, you know, I have no idea what needs to be done. All I know is that I have square and this is what the product looks like. I need you to do everything else. Here's, here's the passwords to square. Tell me what I need to do. And when I tell you that decision to bring her on has, I'm going to just give you numbers because you know I'm a number person. I I went to my um, my Square system and I was, I was looking at not last year, but 2019 to see my sales. And I said, um, nothing has really changed. Same kind of thing. Uh, and I said to myself, I've hired um, Shava. She She's doing this bounce house management and I want to see how the numbers have shifted. And so I compared um, the dates from when she began, which was like April 9th to today um, for this for this year and then from 19. And listen, it's a $10,000 uh, difference in price, in sales, in revenue, right? Why? Because she has time to nurture the client relationship. Stuff that I just... Like, I get an email and I'm responding voice to text, two sentences. I don't even, sometimes I don't even put a greeting. And I know it may come off as short, but nine times out of ten, I'm driving and I want to give a response, but I just don't have the time. So, having her, especially for something so new and so expensive, having her nurture those conversations for the bounce houses has made my sales drive through the roof. As I, and you know, I, when I do have time to check the emails, I'm looking at um, how she's responding. And I'm like, yo, she's taking her time. She has a script. She's following the script. It's professional. It's consistent. Like, I would not have time to do that. So it brings me back to my original point is that you cannot grow your business and work your business. You have to be able to delegate. And you have to get to a point where whatever money you make, if you're able to hire a part-time VA or um, a virtual, whatever, spend that money to do that because it takes the onus off of you doing everything. And I'm still crazy as shit. I still got a whole lot of stuff going on, but I know that petite seats bounce is going to make me have that six figure summer because I don't have to run it. And it took me a long time to get there because, you know, this is my, my fourth baby. And I'm like, I, you know, I don't want to relinquish the control, but by doing that and legit, like 
I may talk to Shava maybe two times a week on um, WhatsApp chat. And it's just her asking questions. Because when I tell you I'm completely hands off and she does everything, it's it's a wonderful feeling, right? It's it's like, damn, now I got to do that for petite seats. <laughs> so I can truly work two days a week and not do deliveries. But we're working on that. That's going to take a longer process because... Um, I don't know. It just is. I want to stop right now for talking to look at some of these comments. Um, yes. Yes. We end up being the bottleneck in our business. It's true. And it's, it's if you're calling yourself uh, a CEO, if that's your title, you can't function that way. You know, you have to delegate. You have to create systems in your business to, um, to handle all the different pieces. Otherwise, you won't see that growth in revenue. Like legit, for the last three years, I've hit this plateau. I was doing about 10,000, 12,000 a month. And that was even during busy season. And then COVID hit. And then we had that bubble in last summer where I may have gotten up to like 15, 17K a month. And then this year happens. And like all my clients are in Miami and South Florida or wherever they are. And I'm just like, what the hell is going to happen this year? And so that was the impetus to bring in a new product and make sure that that product is premium so I can make that revenue and not have to be worried about, you know, having a $500 ticket. Now I'm having $2,000 tickets. And so, listen, it was, it was a game changer, this high ticket item of this, this bounce house. And it allowed just shifting that mindset and letting somebody else run that part of it. Um, I, I truly feel like I should have done this a long time ago. I really, really, really should have done this a long time ago with petite seats. So now it's like I have to retract my steps. And and the, the next thing I hire for um, will be a, it, like a, I don't want to call it an assistant because I, I don't, I need like a, a, I always say like a strategic partner, somebody who is able to give me um, cr constructive criticism and help me structure petite seats in a way that I can be hands off. And you really just come to me if you have a, a random question, like somebody is requesting something that they just don't know. Um, so that is what, that's the position that I'm looking to fill next. But I know that I first have to do this standard um Look, I don't forgot what it's called already. This uh, standard operating procedures because I need to write down the process of what I do um, so that anyone can do it. And that's for every aspect of my business. Um, the customer acquisition, the social media, the, um, the deliveries, you know, all of that stuff. And what I will be doing is I'm looking for... Um, how do you call it? Not not so much coaching, but like, um, uh, I guess it is coaching. I'm looking for coaching on just that logistics part of running a rental company um, because that is the piece of the business that I need the most help in. Because me going from Montauk, New York to Deal, New Jersey, it's just not cutting it anymore. It's just, it's not, it's not working. And that's where I'm at right now, especially next week. It's like ridiculous. Um, so let me get into my notes. Cause right. That was just a free for all, but I, I want to make this, um, purposeful and something that you guys can transfer into your business. So 
I started off by talking about this idea of your mindset and going from an employee within your business to that CEO and what that looks like and like what steps you have to take in order to elevate your mindset, right? And not work, be a worker bee, but be that CEO, that person that's just that chief um, executive officer and makes decisions at the end of, of the process, you know, and not from the beginning, middle, and end. And so um, I was looking at, um, again, the confirmation coming from the universe, but I was looking at um, Tiffany on Design 35 NY. So you just posted something in your stories and it said um, money without free time is worthless, right? And I thought to myself, I'm like, yo, that's that's where I'm at. So I have money, but I have no time to enjoy it. Like I could not take a vacation. Like I couldn't just say randomly go somewhere for a weekend or a week or two because I'm the business. And so being able to walk away from that, hey mama, is is where I need to be because why else do you you leave your nine to five to do this? So Writing down everything that I do and how I do it. You see my notebook. I, I take notes on everything. That's what I need to do. And then make it a digital product so that whoever comes in the system can understand. And then I had to separate things. So I just started like five new email addresses. So one strictly for sales for petite seats, one for event planning, um, one for the bounce houses, and then just one, just info stuff, uh, sourcing. So when I'm doing my um, sourcing with um, my Chinese vendors and having that separated so that that can be four different VAs, four different people that can manage those parts of my business and just report back to me. So I had to start to separate things so that it's clear and concise and anybody coming in can see exactly what it what's happening. And so that was the first step that I took. Um, and then I always think like, I can't reach that level of six to seven figures if I'm doing everything myself, it's impossible. And that's, I keep, I say it all the time. This is going to be a seven figure summer. So in order to get that, I need a driver. I need, um, bounce house attendants. So I did hire two bounce house attendants, which I'm, they start next week. I'm like super excited about that. Cause I'm like, yo, we're going to get this done. I don't got to schlep nothing. And so that allows me to feel comfortable taking on more orders, right? And legit, I'm trying to rent out that bounty house. I have five of them. So I'm going to rent it out five on Saturday, five on Sunday. And having that additional help, I feel comfortable now doing that. Um, so again, I'm 10x in that, that revenue. So, okay. This whole process of, of shifting this mindset is you first have to define um, what your core processes are. Like, what is it that you do on a typical day? Uh, and just start with that. Like, that's where, I, that's where I really started at. What do I do every day um, when, it comes, when it comes to business? And then that process and write those steps down. So if it's responding to inquiries, what does that look like? What do you do? What um, scripts do I have? for clients that are asking questions. Um, and in order to do that, you have to have clearly defined, um, 
I don't want to call it terms and conditions, but clearly define procedures for your clients. Like I've started to stop answering DMs and directing everybody to email, everybody to inquiry form. So it's one place that all clients come to, that bottleneck. Everybody just go right there. So again, when I have that person that's managing that, everything is in one space. They don't have to look at a text message on my phone that I have to forward to them or a DM that I have to screenshot and send to them. No, anything that has to do with inquiries are coming to that email address and that's it. So that was the first step in this process of me um, shifting, right? And then the next thing is this idea of, of hiring to cope with my increase of clients because I have so many new clients right now. And as a result of that, I have to nurture that relationship so that they come back. So in doing that, I have to have those people in place that can answer those questions when I'm on the highway. <laughs> yeah, no more DM answers. Um, so this idea of, of improving customer relations by hiring. And that's something that I really didn't take into consideration prior to maybe this year because it was just like, okay, I can answer DMs, emails, and everything. But I didn't have this influx of new inquiries coming in. So now that I do, I, I, I got to make it streamlined. Um, and then utilizing the resources that I already have. Like I use Square for all of my um, invoicing and having that comprehensive management system I need to use it so Shava came on and she's like do you have a, a digital calendar I'm like no I write everything in a book she's like no <laughs> well, we're not doing that so she said that, um she told me about appointments with Square and I'm like yeah I've seen it like I've actually my nail um tech that's what she uses she was like okay well we're gonna use it too and just seeing an inquiry, I mean, um, once somebody does the inquiry process and, and they book and, and seeing that, e that email come in on my calendar on my phone, I'm like, yo, that's dope. Something so simple that I've never done before because I write everything in the book. So she set that system up and I didn't have to do it. And it makes my life simpler. Like I'm winning. So using those comprehensive management systems, um, to maintain that growth of new clients, that new business is, is, is paramount to this whole scaling. And a lot of people use like Debsado and um, HoneyBooks as their customer relationship manager. So me, I, I want it to be a person, right? I don't necessarily want to do a digital, you know, like how sometimes you get um, a business, they send you back a um, automated response. I don't, I don't want to do that. I always want it to be a person because for me, when I'm the consumer, I just want you to, you know, send me an email back or have a phone conversation. So when it comes down to that um, customer relationship manager, I'm always going to have a person. So that's that person that I spoke about before. So with Petite Seeds Bounce, that's what Shava does. Like I legit look at her, her conversation flows, like when I have free time. And like I said before, it's like, Every question that a client may have, she she handles it. And if there's something that she doesn't know, it's a quick text to me. I respond and then she responds back. 
And I can tell when a client is satisfied because they'll respond right back. Thank you so much. This was so informative. Thank you for the call. I really appreciated that. Like you can't do that with, with a software, you know, you need that human interaction. So that's the piece that I like as far as the, um, customer relationship management. Like I want it to be a person. Um, Yeah, going back to that that comprehensive management system. So I, like I said, I use Square. And what I like about that is that it's the backbone of my business. Like I, I legit log on to that thing multiple times a day. And what I've started to do as I hire people is I've started to use it almost like an HR hub. So people can clock in, they can do their hours there. So then I'm able to track how much I'm paying people. And Cece, I know you put a post on this the other day about having um, 1099 workers versus uh, 1099 and W2 workers versus people paying for cash. But listen, I got that PPP money and I'm trying to figure out how to, um, like for the summer help, the seasonal help, they're not really contractual workers. Um, independent, what do they call them? Independent contractors. So I am just going to pay them cash, but I'm having them log into my square system to track their hours. So that way I have a digital record of what I'm paying them in cash. But yes, moving forward to quarter four. Yeah, I need, I need those, um, W2 workers. So that's what I'm working toward. We're going to get there. But in the interim, um, using square to do that kind of stuff is 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 paramount for me tracking my my numbers because I, I pay everybody cash it's just it's easier for me and my accountant um just asks you know to show record of what it is so I, i've started to put that on this platform so square also it collects it stores it records um and it gives me data reports so in real time i know <clears throat> immediately what my sales are in real time i know um I can compare uh, this year to last year, last year, May, this, you know, I think four years back because that's when I started using Square. And I'm able to do that in in real time. And for me, that's, that's amazing because, you know, I'm always tracking numbers. And I always want to make sure that I am reaching those benchmarks that I set for myself um, when it comes down to having that six-figure summer. Like, I need to be on track. Um... And just having my financials, my operational, and my inventory, my marketing information in one space, like that's, I love it. I truly love it. The only thing that it doesn't do that I wish it did is hold like credit cards for deposits. Um, is it deposits? Yeah, like a, a damage waiver. That's the only thing that it doesn't do that I wish Square had that, um, that capability. But everything else, it, it works amazing. Um... And, and, you know, I, I appreciate it. So I recommend anybody, if they're asking me what, like, what they use to trace their money, that's what I say to do. A lot of people do Venmo, excuse me, Cash App and those kind of systems or PayPal. Um, I use PayPal for several years, but it wasn't as comprehensive as, as Square. And I don't know of any other product that is. So that's why I use it. Um... Another part of me scaling is expanding my digital marketing um, team. And that's something that I'm slowly working on because, again, I do everything myself. 
and having someone come on like if right now Milu is my intern and she's only with me for 17 weeks um and she is putting in place the legwork for the person that I hire once she leaves full time um that person that I hire full time will be able to just take all of the data that she's gathered she's doing um Google Analytics she's doing Pinterest she's doing YouTube she's doing um all of my IG pages and like tracking the data um weekly and everything that she gathers they're going to be able to use to to push a a social media marketing campaign and run it flawlessly so i'm i'm truly excited about that and just having somebody who can be that content strategist you know i always don't have time to think about like what to post like i'll see something and i'll you know like copy that idea but truly being a strategic about what i'm posting that content i don't do so having somebody in-house that understands the brand understands my analytics to do that is where i'm going next um so that that person will be the content strategist with me um the content editor so because i'm i need to start blogging again um my copywriter when it comes down to blog content and captions on um social media that social media manager so tracking all of the analytics um you know what does well what doesn't do well um and then bringing it back to my email um marketing manager because what i don't do right now um amongst other things but one of the things that i know that i need to do because i have the 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 email list of over a thousand people, like a thousand clients. And I don't maximize that list. I, I very rarely send newsletters and things like that. So having somebody to do that, send new inventory lists and um, anything to do that on a monthly basis is what I want to do. And so um, and I need to stop relying on social media to share that kind of stuff and just capture those, my clients you know, in their inboxes. So that person will do that. So those are the pieces that I know will scale that my company um, to the level that I need it to be at. And it will allow me to be, you know, have time to do other things, have time to take sourcing trips, you know, like who doesn't want to just go to South Carolina and go shopping for furniture? Like I do, but who the hell has time, right? I want to be able to do that. I would love to go back to China. Um, so those kind of things I, I'm not able to do because I'm running the business, right? So having people in strategic places to push my scaling efforts is where I need to be. And it all comes down to having this, this standard operating procedure so that you can push consistency. You can reduce the errors that are happening because everything is, is blueprinted. Everything is written out and it just increases communication. Like customers need to feel connected to someone. And especially when they're spending thousands of dollars with you. So having that, that in place so that all answers, all questions are answered in a timely manner. I remember one time, um, looking at a Preston Bailey interview and he said, um, and it always stuck with me, but he said something to the effect of if someone sends you an email, you need to respond within two hours. Right. And I tend to, and I, I always thought about that. And I swear to you, I do it. The rare cases where I'm not responding immediately 
is when I am asleep, I guess. <laughs> That's it. I always respond to emails very fast. And it's, it, he just said that and it just stuck with me because, and, and it's sh- shot me in the foot now that I'm busy because clients are used to me responding quickly, like my repeat clients. And when I don't, they're like, well, what the hell happened? That's how you know Oneida is overwhelmed because it takes me two days to respond to an email or an inquiry. Um, and so to alleviate that, I have to hire. So I have an interview on Monday for someone to um, work specifically on invoicing for petite seats. So you'll start to see a shift because before the summer hits, before Memorial Day, all of this stuff got to be in place so that I am able to maneuver. What happened to me recently that made me, um, that emphasized this point is that I um, I found somebody to do to drive for me, right? But he doesn't have a car, a uh, vehicle to transport. So in my head, um, I have to figure out, okay, I can give him my van and then I can take the U-Haul and we split New Jersey and New York. But then how do I plan all this stuff? Because I have everything in a notebook. I need somebody to put everything on um, appointments or my Google calendar so that it's very seamless for, for him and I to just coordinate our schedules. And so having that in place is just, it needs to happen because I cannot do it how I've been doing it and just writing things like I, I have these little chunky cards that I, it's like cardstock that you get at, um what do you call this place? Michael's. And I just write random delivery schedules. Do I have some here? I can't even find, oh yeah, look, here's one right here. Random just notes of delivery stuff and just all over the place. So in my van, I just have random pieces of paper. Why? So that has to be taken to the digital platform. That has to be taken to Square so that someone else can come in and assist with what I'm doing. So that's really all I had to say tonight. I am out again tomorrow morning at the crack of dawn. Um, and I got to get some sleep. <laughs> but I, I that was just heavy on my, my spirit because I kept getting these messages from all over the place on scaling business and why you need to be scaling and why it's okay to hire uh, a virtual assistant, five virtual assistants to do different aspects of your business so that it frees you up to truly grow your business and strategize and think about what it is you want to see next happen in business. So those are all of the things that I am working toward. Um, if you follow me on my, not follow me, if you looked at my, I'm going to say two, I don't even think I saved it. It was a while ago when I was speaking about um, what's happening next for Petite Seats and I'm looking for a building because in or I, I got to take this out of my house, right? And right now I'm in temporary housing, which is a headache and a half because I'm paying um, for storage, which is just ugh, annoying to me. Um, so in order for me to maintain that and have a building, I got to have all of this shit together. Um, and I have to have people in strategic places within the organization to run it so that I am not trying to do deliveries, rehab a building, um, close on a building and, and manage that piece of it and then, you know, be up and down the highway. So all of that stuff is are pieces that I've been sitting on and lamenting on for years, but never feeling comfortable to take that step. 
right? And truly be that CEO that takes that risk. Um, because it's never been about finances or money. It's always been about just being fearful of taking that step. And I just, I got to let go. Like I see CC like almost immediately. Girl, when did you, if you're still on, when did you get your, um, your, your warehouse space? It was after year what, two? Like that to me, like I look at that and I'm like, look at that, fearless, right? And me, my scary ass, I'm still working from home year seven. But we, we're going to work, we're going to work on that. We're going to work on that. Um, and, and taking that leap because truly what, like, what are you going to, what are you going to mess up? What are you going to, um, lose nothing? I mean, money that's abundant and it comes and goes. So I, I truly have to do that. And I have to have something that's closer to where my client base is because nobody is coming to West bubble fuck where I live at. And that's what it comes down to. I need to be closer to the city, closer to my service area so that I can hire people to truly run and do everything I do. And I'm on the back in the background, you know, that's it. So that's where we at. I'm going to scroll up to see if I missed any questions or anything. But if you have a question, just ask um, as I look to see. Yes. So listen, that PPP, I'm holding on to it because I'm, I, of course I'm, I'm paying people cash so that a lot of that money will be spent up, um, for that so I can get it forgiven. But I just got an email yesterday about, um, the second wave of it. So I applied for that cause I'm like, shit, why not? So that people can continue getting paid. Um, and it doesn't come directly out of my pocket. And if it's forgiven, it's a no brainer. So I'm really excited about that. Um, what are some benefits of W2 workers? That was a question that was, uh, that came before. So I can't even speak to that because I, um, I don't know much about that. What I do know is that a 1099 is for independent contractors. So I looked this up because after CC made the comments, um, on her stories about hiring, not paying people, um, off the books, I went and I did some research and I'm like, okay, if I hire summer workers, are they considered independent contractors, right? So that I can give them a 1099. And the answer to that was no, they're not. Um, independent contractors have to have their own business, have to have their, like, a, you know, their legit business owners. They're not like day of helpers. Um, and those people who have a legitimate um business then you can you can issue them that 1099 i'm gonna google that because that's a good question um because i don't i don't know the answer to that um but that is something again that i i have to figure out like i know i can set it up in um when i do my payroll in square but i don't know what like what benefits would be having a W-2 worker or having a 1099. Um, and like what I just put it in and then what they say immediately are, it's it's like having temporary help versus full-time help. Like that's the difference. Like a W-2 person will be a full-time or possibly a part-time employee. And then when you have um, temporary, you know, um, independent contractors, that will be a 1099 situation. So it's not something that's ongoing. And as far as the business is concerned, um, you have to contribute to somebody's, uh, 
maybe four, well, I don't know necessarily for a small business if you have a 401k, but their um, healthcare costs and um, social security. So those are the things that will come out of your bottom line when it comes down to a W-2 worker. Um, but that's what I'm trying to go to, right? If, if I'm scaling and, and the money is abundant and the money is coming in, that's where I want to be. I'm a professor. Hey, <laughs> I just requested to join your live because I was like, I should just answer this question. I can help yes, you answer the question. So, you guys, when you look at W-2s and like, like 1099 workers, I kind of learned because I ended up getting audited by the IRS for one of my years just because I was like, um, one, investing a lot of money into my business. And they were trying to figure out, was I selling dope? Like, how'd she get all this money? <laughs> so for me, I like personally investing in the business. So um, it's funny because I actually had my best friend work for me. And when I first started out, she was my office office manager. And um, <clears throat> it's so funny because when they say like having family or friends like work for you, be careful, you know, with certain things like that, because it literally almost ruined our friendship with this whole situation yeah. with w2 and 1099s so 1099 workers get to work on their own terms like when you go on the irs there's questions they ask you and if you answer these questions like differently then that tells you you're actually hiring an employee so an employee is someone you tell them like hey come to work from nine to five and that person right. has to work from nine to five so if you're telling somebody hey come on this event set like set me help help me pick like set up this event you got to be there at this scheduled time. Technically, they're employees because you're giving them a schedule. And 1099 workers are someone like an accountant or someone that's kind of like a CPA that's like working your books on their time. So you're not telling them like, hey, work on my books. They get to work on their books alone. So the situation my best friend was like, you know, she came in. I told her she was going to be a 1099 worker. And I told her, like, you know, at the end of the year, I was going to give her a 1099 and that we wouldn't hold back her income taxes. Like, I wouldn't hold back her taxes. Like, she's going to have to hold them back herself. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, she worked for me for a few years, but she never held back her taxes, you know, and then she ended up filing her taxes, like, two mm -hmm. years later. And then they were like, uh, you owe a lot of money when she put in, mm -hmm. like, my figures because I gave her 1099. So she was like, um, I feel like I wasn't a 1099 worker. I feel like I was an employee. And I was like, what? Like, no, oh, you were wow. a 1099 worker. And she was like, no, I feel like I was an employee because you would tell me like, I was looking at the things and I, you were telling me like <laughs> when to come in and like you were giving me a schedule. And I was like, okay, now, you know, customers drop off at this time, like these times we have parties during these times like you know like it wasn't like I was telling you she actually kind of made her own schedule sometimes like to leave yeah. and come so it was kind of like a touchy thing but I learned through that experience is just like you know there's certain like terms and people you have to be careful because with her I could like talk her through it you know what I'm saying but like yeah. somebody you don't know 
Right. They may try to be like, oh, because the issue is when you say you have a 1099 worker and you give them a 1099 form, they're not holding back those taxes. Exactly. So when it's time for them to file their taxes, gonna they don't want to pay, mm-hmm. you know, what's reported, right? So then they're kind of like, well, I don't want to hold back. And that's just like a real estate agent. If you guys are into real estate, you know, a lot of agents, you're selling homes and you're not holding back the taxes. So at the end of the year, you paying back hella money. So yes, you yes. make a lot of money as a real estate agent, but you are also holding back a lot. You have to hold back your taxes. They're going to be paying exactly. the IRS back, you know? So and let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. My In my head, I've always put away 30%. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad I did because this year I got a huge tax bill. Yeah. But I'm not stressing because the money is there and it's mm-hmm. not. Um. Is that a, a good ballpark? Like, typically, is that about 30%? Yeah, I, you know, it depends on how you're breaking everything up. So I was going to connect with you because there's this girl's um, classes that I've been taking. Like, you know, just mm-hmm. she's always, like, on Instagram, whatever. But I've been listening to a lot of her stuff. Um, and she, like, literally breaks down, like, a full business plan. She breaks down a whole payroll chart, like everything. So for her, and I felt like this was smart, she breaks it down where it's like commission. So she knows she makes Mm -hmm. a certain amount of money in her business and she'll only give like a certain commission to employees. And that's the only commission. Like she'll probably give like 15 or 20. She said, you'll waste so much money off of like paying employees, which is something I did my first few years was like, I pay so much money to other people rather than myself and so when covid came i felt even more screwed because i wasn't paying myself consistently like a month i was too busy paying everybody else and i remember that book you um you shared yeah profit first and i was listening Mm -hmm. to it and my ass went open like five bank accounts and i don't even use them (laughs) i'm like i only use one bank account (laughs) i went no but you know what it's a game changer yeah, but it's, and like, I'm it's saying hard this... for me to divide my money up like that. You oh, know? okay, okay, yeah. No, it's hard it, for me to be I, like taxes. I immediately. How do you do? You use Square? How do you get your um your invoice? Yeah, your, so your money in. I do. Um, so I use this software called RW Elephant. Um, oh yes, yes, yes. I forgot. Yeah, and I absolutely love it. They use Stripe. Um, Stripe. Yes. Yeah. So they go through Stripe, but I love it. Um because it helps you one manage your inventory and like gives you your count of how many times something's been rented and you can kind of see certain things that aren't rented they give you like metrics to your yearly sales you know your daily sales your cash flow your delivery um it's like a lot of analytics you know know? i'm gonna ask you for your referral code from that eventually i just Mm -hmm. I'm, like she's I said, been sharing I'm a sure. lot of information too. Like I know, I, I follow. I I'm on their mailing list, mm-hmm. and I remember printing a digital product that they gave on delivery, like how to do the delivery thing. And I'm telling you, we need to go to their next workshop. Yeah, I think. Well, you know, was I was going to invest in it, but then so yeah, this I don't is know what happened last. Year. It was in Brooklyn before, right? Yeah, they're in California. Oh, okay, in California. The only thing but I don't I like about their, like, I love her. I love the software. I love the company. I think she shares, like, she does amazing things with, like, small touches. You know, like, she'll send you, like, handwritten notes, gifts every holiday. Like, she, they're very good with, like, their small touches. I would love for her to expand more into women of color. I feel like. 
You know that's why I ain't go, but I wasn't gonna say that. No, for real. <laughs> like, you know, I even reached out to her about doing like a vision board event. Yeah. You know, like yeah. at their conference just casting vision and I only yeah. did that because I felt like they could have used more people of color part of their conference you know um yeah. and I well, do feel like when you look at the promotional materials it's it's discouraging because you don't see one one face no and a lot you could see a lot of her personal touches are with more like you know white women and it's like I'm like okay like even though you send me personal touches like I feel like you don't you know, we haven't had that relationship, even if you are targeting like yeah. small businesses, like there's a way to be like, how many women of color support me? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. so that's only the space I feel like she could be better at a little bit um, with highlighting more women of color. But other than that, like, it's a great software. Her husband works hard on it. He, um, mm -hmm. it's called RW Elephant. They help oh, wow. you with like doing all of your event rental. Like, and I've tried HoneyBook before. I feel like that's targeted more towards like wedding planners. Yeah. Um. So RW Elephant is actually the best one that I've had. Um. Mm -hmm. And I've I've had them for a few years now, able to grow, like my inventory and the system and stuff like that. And when you need help, they're like super helpful. You know. And I do want to go to their conference. It's just the way that virtual yeah. conference money was set. I was like, <laughs> but they offer coaching with it, so that was nice. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm over the virtual space. I need to be in person. That's why I was like, I yeah, I was like, yeah. it would have been. I don't know I heard a good shuffle. Someone mentioned good shuffle. I like. I really like yes. RW Elephant. I feel like she, she really puts personal touches like blogs. Even if you're not a member, you know, you could get so much yeah, you have information. Access. Like how how mm -hmm. you be on here, like giving all the like that's how she is. She'd be like Yeah. Instagram timer went off. It said I went over my Instagram time. Um oh. my little timer I set on my phone for how much time I spent on Instagram. <laughs> went off um, I need to do that yeah but she um I like how she blogs and then she she always says like the number one thing the number one place we lose money in event rental business is deliveries uh yeah that's the number one place we that's lose every money. time I talk to a rental company that's that's it's like a uh money pit mm -hmm. but it's yes. very hard to to find um in-house people to do it full-time yeah and you know what I, I i was just talking to pauline earlier and she said in georgia they're cutting that extra 300 dollars for um unemployment so it might open up some stuff Child. Be, willing to, be willing to work now <laughs> i'm collecting the unemployment shoot so, <laughs> i'd rather collect the unemployment than pay myself and use all my money you know yeah i'm not yeah. gonna pay myself like and then that was another thing I made the mistake with COVID. It was like not paying myself. So when it is time to do certain things, like, thank God yeah. I took like other side gigs. Like I've always yeah. been like an event planner in more corporate world, not like yes. pretty decor, but like more like, you know, social yeah. events. Logistics. Yeah, mm -hmm. logistics like that. Um, so I was able to get, you know, 1099 um, unemployment through that, but. I made the mistake of not paying myself through my business. Like, yeah, 
Well, you know what? That was a, that went, when, shit, I'm glad I did it because that was how I was able to get this PPP because I was seeing everybody get it. And I'm like, well, what the hell are they doing? Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, my, my accountant actually did a webinar and he was talking about the CARES Act. And I'm like, you know what? Let me stop BSing and just do it because what yeah, it's all it's nothing. Listen, I got fifty thousand dollars in grant money, and that's just because I applied. And literally, right. I would tell the girls like, we had like we have this chat, and I'll be telling the girls like, y'all like apply to the stuff. Like, you know, right. the stuff is available. Some of them didn't apply; they'll be nervous. And finally, they saw I got the money. Then they were like, okay, what what do we do? <laughs> and you know what? Now right. they got they got fifty thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's like this stuff. And Comcast ended up giving me like free year of like free internet, wow, um, phone security, and all I did was mm. apply to like this grant. And it was just like, and everyone thought, everyone thought it was a scam, like literally. And they gave me like <laughs> um, TV spotlights, like on Comcast. Right. You know, no, like I, I, my sister really sent me it. something like that. Yeah, but it's just you know what I never, again I I'm the the my issue has always been I got a nine to five right I'm getting mm-hmm. paid from that so it's like I'm not thirsty for nothing right right and I said as I'm leaving because I'm putting it out there that September I'm done mm-hmm. I gotta be that way yeah you know I li- I legit have to be thirsty to find everything. And just and go that way because I'm not gonna have that that check. Yeah, and you know it's like while it's available, it's like why not? You know, take advantage yes. of like everything that's gonna be available to help small business owners because Indeed. you know with PPP, a lot of things, um, especially the event industry, has been overlooked. You know, in terms of like mm-hmm. understanding like events have downsides like. And even with the reopening with the governors and stuff like that, it's still not like a solid plan. It's like in May, we're all getting smashed. You know what I mean? Like all getting hit hard with like everyone wanting events. And then we're by ourselves trying to do this, trying to find staff, trying to, you know, not Mm -hmm. like I know girls that do these adult rental stuff. And I'm like, yo. It's ridiculous. Like. People be like, Cece, how come you don't get adult rentals? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. You will not see a, an adult thing on my back, okay? Because <laughs> I don't have time to be lifting that kind of stuff. It's but I mean, true. they do, you know, what I tell them too is like, they get money because someone will spend $300 on a whole backdrop, on a cake thing, you know what I'm saying? And then yes. when it comes down yes. to the children's stuff, it's like, oh, this is high, but it's like, this is where the kids are sitting. Right. Like, exactly. Like I don't. Exactly. How is it high? Like this is the focal point of the party too. You know what's crazy is that it feels like um, we just had this conversation earlier. Like people, c- clients have been. I'm not even calling them clients. Some of them don't even book with me. But people have been um, emboldened. Is that the word? Mm-hmm. To just demand shit that like didn't happen before COVID. Mm. Like what? What you doing? And that drives me up a wall because it's like, prior to COVID, I never had these issues. These are like COVID-related issues where people want to change dates and everything in my contract says, if it's not available for the next date, that's it. 
Right. You no, know, no refunds. Mm -hmm. But people were demanding so many things that they never did before. And I'm just like, it's driving me crazy. They have the the post COVID bug. They just they they just yeah. want to be outside. They ready be to be outside. outside. But I but I'm know, not trying to be in the park. Actually, allow me to create some boundaries for myself and like, <laughs> you know, for real. Like, and but you know, it's funny because you were saying like, you know, you go to work, you still work your nine to five. Today, I was in my office. And I was like, damn, I feel like I'm doing a lot, like invoicing, like different stuff because <laughs> everyone left, you know what I mean? They're yeah. collecting unemployment. So I'm sitting here invoicing, calling the customers back, scheduling the pickups. Yes. I, I finally got someone that he's going to do my delivery. So he did two deliveries for me and I'm so grateful because he's been good, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, finally I have someone to help me do deliveries. But then I was like, I remember last summer I took a job just like because I'm like let me just make some extra money you mm -hmm. know and I was miserable I was like I'm never <laughs> working for somebody else again you know yeah. so I was sitting at my desk today like man I'm so grateful to like work for myself like and do something that I want to do like not because somebody's telling me you have to do this job task like this is something that's going to help grow me you know yeah and my yeah. business but it's 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 almost like a double-edged sword, though, because it's like we do so much, mm -hmm. and we our, our first inclination is never to outsource, so to speak, or think to myself, like, this three hours a day that I'm spending invoicing, I could have had somebody in Bangladesh do this shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I could have been doing something else. Mm -hmm. and, and I tell you, that's, I swear to you, that's where I'm at right now. I'm, no, I'm I so, got you. you see the bags I, you know, under I'm my delegation eyes. queen. I hate yes. doing stuff, so... <laughs> when I first started, that's why I got a space because I was like, I'm hiring an office manager. I was like, I'm not doing yeah. none of this because you know what it is. My friend Liz, she has a company out here, Simplistic Charm. And when mm -hmm. I first started, she had kid chairs and like a table. You know, she would post it. And when I first started, she was like, Hold on, there's a girl doing kid stuff. She was like, Oh, I don't need to do this. So she started like telling everyone that her showroom through. was my stuff. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. she sat down with me and she was like, hey, like, you need to evaluate your prices. Like, you're the only one out here that's doing this. Like, you could definitely scale it differently. And she was yes. like, also, you need to focus on um, working on the revenue of your business, growing on the revenue. She's like, you can't be delivering and doing that shit. She was like, stop that. Yeah. So she told me, like, early on to, like, delegate. So that's why. Yes. And you've so done that on. slowly. Yeah. I, I you know, tell you, I, I don't think I tell you enough, but I watch, I watch, I watch your steps because I'm like, all right, again, because I have this, this, this job on the side, I'm not, I'm not thinking about this as my meal, you right, know? Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, I, I'm, I'm, and it, it translates into how, um, I, I move and then I watch you. I'm like, see, see, done got a damn rat vehicle. <laughs> like the fuck, how long you been in business? And, but I, I'm like, damn. You know, I yep. never crossed my mind to do any of that. I got mm -hmm. a whole damn 15 passenger van outside. Never crossed my mind because it's just like, um, I'm just not, I'm not on that, that CEO level. And I think yeah, you came yeah. in the game on that CEO tip from the very beginning. I remember having mm -hmm. a conversation with you and you were talking to me about a conversation you had with your aunt. And I was just like, oh, damn. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm way out in left field. 
So I'm starting to to almost like work backwards. Yeah, um, and that's good. You got to start somewhere. Yeah, no, I because you know what? I started working for other people. Yeah, and, and with, I, this, and with, I with need... my business, you know, like how you were breaking it out and you were breaking out in categories. Like you really got to break down like what's the procedures for my employees? What's the procedures for me as Oneido? Who? What's the procedures for my drivers? Like you really got to break it down. And mm -hmm. I'm like in the works now. Um, and I'll share if I find someone like looking at a human resource professional, you know, to yes. build out my, I have a, an employee handbook, but I feel like I could have something better, but like someone mm -hmm. to build out policies and like, what is the onboarding, you know, experience Process. for yeah. somebody. And we got to yeah. think about when we work at certain jobs, what our onboarding experience was, you get an interview, exactly. you get called in, you know, you fill out the paperwork, you right. You know, I think we forget that running a business, but that's what he was saying in one of the books was like, yo, you come into whatever industry, like loving to bake cookies, and then you're like, I want to be a baker. <laughs> right. But your ass don't know how to manage nobody but bake cookies. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we came in like, oh, I love to do parties. I love this. Yes. But not yes. thinking of like the mm -hmm. workers comp, right? Like my aunt works for. I have, I'm buying it again. I let it. I let the policy lapse, and mm -hmm. I, I got to do it. I'm just pissed that they trying to tell me I pay people more than what I pay, and I'm like, no. And they're like, you're <laughs> gonna get audited at the end of the year. I'm like, but I don't pay this. Like, why are you making me pay over two thousand dollars for a policy for workers' comp? Mm-hmm. Shit. You know, people don't realize neither how expensive it's to run a legit business. Like, oh hell no insurance like that's why i had to repost mm -hmm. your thing because i was like yo people don't get like at all, all this i just stuff. dropped five g's last week right because what i did is i separated everything with i started a whole new business for um a whole new uh how you call it incorporate like uh, llc mm -hmm. for, for petite teeth mounts so that means a whole separate policy more money and a whole separate and the bounce house policy is probably even worse girl First of all, I got Ooh. two different bills. So the first one was if I financed the insurance, which I, I do for petite seats, so, you know, it was like 200 a month. But then mm -hmm. this one, I'm like, well, why is it an extra like $1,000 to finance? So I said, let me just pay it up front because I don't want this. I don't want a bill. I don't, I, I don't want a bill. Yeah. And that's just one part of it because now because I'm battling with, with what to do in Jersey, I just said, forget it. I'm not even going to rent them in Jersey. Um, I now have to hire attendants um, for that policy because that's mm -hmm. the one thing they ask. Do you have attendants? Um, it's just so many other little nuances. And something else came to my mind the other day, and I'm like, damn, that's another fucking bill. And that's why the shit is so expensive. Yeah. It's like, and then the year go by, you got the whole bill again. <laughs> like, that was just for a year. <laughs> The year right. you flew by. That, that, that's not for the life of the business. That's every year. Yeah, every year. Like, yeah. Child. It's crazy. Especially when I got the and band. And then you got people like, in your DM asking you why why so much. Mm -hmm. why, I said, why, then you have people in your, in your DM oh, asking yeah. why so much. Yeah. Like, that's why I tell people, I'm like, yo, I got a whole warehouse. I don't have myself in a storage unit. Right. Like, I got to pay lights. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember when like, you showed your envelopes. <laughs> I'm like, my bills. I'm like, for y'all nice. to pick up at the warehouse so that way everything don't have to be delivered. You know? That's it. 
It's like yes, people don't. But that's where that's where we're at. Yeah, that's and and at. you know it's like so to the W two thing and the ten nine nine thing. You just want to make sure you get the right person classified as the right thing because someone may try mm -hmm. to screw you over. And then the IRS is auditing you. Like, hold on, mm. you've got to actually pay back that those taxes. The difference. So, like, say if you someone said, "Oh, she never told me I was a ten ninety nine worker," or I really didn't see that, then they're going to ask you to pay the penalties and mm. whatever back pay taxes. You know what I mean? So you just want to make sure that you're, you know, and also you want to make sure like people are covered if they're driving for you, if they're like you know doing yeah. certain jobs like i know a lot of event planners like to just hire people on but it, like you got to think if this person's carrying um a backdrop and they fall or they get injured who exactly. are they suing you for your personal home or do you have your business llc'd mm -hmm. so that way yeah. they, they're suing your business and not your personal liabilities exactly and like, when my when i brought over jennifer was my intern two years ago her school demanded that I had um, workers' comp. Mm -hmm. And I was like, shit, she an intern. What what, what we need this for? That's a nice right. bill. But I, that's when I, I got it, was for, for, for her to come over and work um, to do her internship. And I was just like, oh, this is just too much. But I get it. Yeah, because um, one of my office managers, she ended up getting rear-ended on, like, her first day of working, like... Oh, wow. And I was like, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Lord. And I was like... But, you know, she wasn't injured or anything. Um, and it was, you know, it was fine. But it's just things like that. You just don't know what's going to happen. So I always make sure you're just safe, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Especially when it comes down to certain taxes and stuff. Because, you know, you want to deduct things and... Right you know no you i think the people but the always, girl that i'm telling you about she's like she's a, like, is she a, a lawyer or she no, she's just like a, she's just a she she's just a influencer girl who stays on instagram live all day all day what's her name trishana i'll see uh -huh. her page yo when i tell you this girl i swear this girl wakes up at 6 a.m and she probably gets on live and she's probably if she's not on live now but she literally stays on live like all day wow. long okay but <laughs> i appreciate her hustle because i really be watching her lives because she's yeah. she literally like gives you a business like sell she sells of course so all her lives are pitching you to buy her e-class right. like you know what i'm saying it's mm -hmm. similar to like like i know if you watch her you'll everybody gonna be buying your shit like yeah for real because she's so good at like showing people here's the link here's the click click this go to my bio and but she'll give so much little information so like exactly. how you give information and you're like oh da 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 but she, every yes. live though she's clicking people through to buy her email. oh wow you know who said that to me um my intern <laughs> she's like you have all these products but you're Girl, not I was about your site. I said, God damn, you got templates for everything. <laughs> so, and you know, people be hitting me up asking me all the time, like, oh, can you coach me? Can you mm -hmm. give me? I'm like, go to Petite Seats. She <laughs> so <coach. laughs> so You know what? I had a conversation about it yesterday. I said, you know what? You're going to have to call me in October because I, I, I'm not doing none of that right now. I need somebody oh, to coach my ass. Well, I, I could coach you where you need to be coached, and then you can. 
I could coach you where you need to be coached and yeah. But literally like she also she helps with like she talks big on micro loans, like micro micro um micro loans and you know talks about how like you don't need good credit. Huh? Oh yeah. Well that's that's why I love Square and PayPal because they give you that workers um what they call it? Workers uh capital. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. I heard someone else I know does that with Square. But she yeah. like shows you how to go to the banks and you write your um you know, you write your business plan. The only mm-hmm. thing is I wish she would take it out of PDF form and put it like in a different form on some of the forms. Yes. But she like literally like you know, I'm still going through it cuz you know it's that thing we were talking about. You could tell everybody what to do, but who's actually going to yes. do it? <laughs> <laughs> you could tell everybody everybody be like how you start an event rental business you could tell them from a to z but who's really going to open one right? that's that's what um christy was just talking about you know she said that 85 uh, percent of the people who have a business are looking for a confirmation from somebody else to tell them to go forward and that's why they, they're not success, successful because you can't do this for anybody but yourself or right. or you you gotta have that in you to move forward because it's not easy and that's why i laughed because i said i bet you look at me like this girl called me randomly one day and was like how do you start this business <laughs> you know why i never because i'm i'm that way like when i want to know something i'm just gonna well not on social media but i yeah. i'm gonna use my connections to get the answer that i want so it Anytime somebody asks a question and I have an answer, I'm just going to give them the information because I just, I know it's going to come back to me some kind of mm-hmm. way. Yeah, it don't block that's you. So forthcoming but it's it. like, who actually doing, who does it, you know? <laughs> exactly. Especially when it comes down to that, that bank account situation, you know, like when you have to have five different savings accounts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It sounds good on paper, but it's very hard to do. It is hard. That's why I don't think sitting dormant. My bank asks me every month, do you want to reactivate this account? Really? I, I just, just have $100 open... sitting in it. <laughs> I, I don't. I have four right now. And I just started to, so I have one for the PPP money because I need that. Oh, stuff yeah, for sure. Yep. I have one right now that's the profit. That's that 1% profit one that I'm I'm using for the down payment for whatever I buy. And then I have the the operational one where all the money, um, the square money comes mm-hmm. in and out. And then I just started um, just the savings one because or the one that I pay myself with, you know, the one that goes directly to the to how I pay myself. And I always mm-hmm. had that in the operational one before. I said, no, let me separate so I see this money. And that's, yeah. that's, that's what that's I got. That's what the girl talks about, she, Tashana. She breaks it up. Employees, they also do an investment like kind of mm-hmm. like an investment kind of account um, where it's like, you know, for rainy day, like, where exactly. yeah. Then she has like one that they pay themselves and then one for like operating. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people just repeat, say the same thing, but just different. Oh yeah. That all come from this guy, this profit first guy, but that's cool. Cause you need to hear it more than once in order to do it. Yeah, exactly. Like me. I'm like, I should be dividing it. <laughs> so listen to this. I had this epiphany. You know, I, I'm not traveling nowhere because I'm not taking no damn COVID test. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, oh, I don't have my other phone. Let me look it up here. High Point Market. I want to go back. I think they have one in, in October, no? I didn't see. They have another one? 
Um, I know they have one coming up next month, the first week of June, High Point Market. But I want to do a, a group trip down there. I feel like... I feel like it's, yeah, it's June 5th to 9th, but I always thought they had one in October as well. Yeah, or they, maybe they I'm usually had two, year. but I don't, I don't know how right? it was with COVID, yeah. No, but they're open in, um, in two weeks. Oh, okay. The, for the spring market. Mm -hmm. um, but even if it doesn't have to be there, my, my thought process is this. So I am going to come out of this summer like a friggin' new person. Mm -hmm. I'm about to buy your products. Um, when I get a chance Let's to actually go. sit down and set it up. <laughs> yes. So I can get you rid of this damn my belly. And um, with all the heavy lifting and all this other stuff, I'm just going to be a whole new person. I'm putting mm -hmm. it out there physically. But I wanted to have a culminating trip because I know for me, this summer is going to be the summer that um, is the most profitable since mm -hmm. I've been in business. And I want to do sort of like a, a culminating event um, where all of the, and I'm just doing event rental people that I know mm -hmm. from no matter where they are in the country to come together and just have like a jam session. Like we made it like, let's, yeah. let's celebrate. Um, but of course it got to be during the week, like maybe a, a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday kind of situation. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to think of where, um, where do you mean like, like in New York, or you want to go? No, I need someplace warm, girl. Oh, okay. It's warm now. So, not, not no October in New York. Oh, October. See, yeah, I want. It got to be after this rush. But so yeah. I want to plan a trip to do that, um, and just have it be like a, a a think tank, a free for all, um, just a space where we're sharing ideas, and it's just like a girl sleepover kind of situation. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm saying girls, but whomever that's in the rental world, and. I want to do it, um, like I said, like a three-day um, getaway. In my head, I'm thinking Florida um, because it's just it's it's just cheap. Yeah, <laughs> that um, or Texas or Georgia. Or, you know, yes, Texas is just stomping ground. I've never yeah. I've never been to Texas, so that would actually be kind of dope. Um, I've always looked at is it San Padres Island. Is that on the golf? Mm -hmm. So yeah. someplace like that. I'm gonna when I get ten, 10 minutes, I'm gonna sit down and um and think about what that looks like and like what I want it to, what purpose I want it to serve because you know it got to be something that is transferable where we all bring right pieces of our business that can help someone else. So yeah. that's that's I just put that in your ear because everybody that I'm talking to that's in this this uh, rental world, I want them to. You know, be like, mm -hmm. listen, put some money aside for October because we're going yeah, to that'll be lit. Let's do it. Yes, I really want to do that because it's going to be um, a debriefing because, like, we're going through it right now. We didn't even start yet, but it's going to be crazy. We should ask summer. Trisha to come. Yeah, I haven't talked to Trisha in a long time. I'd be like following her a little bit on text, but I know she'd be MIA and she'd be coming to drop a crazy <laughs> pop out, right? <laughs> I'm like, girl, you a you the goat. Like, it's sickening. Just pop out of nowhere. Yo, but right, I've been so the last to... thing, the what, what, what was the the Trey Songs party? That's when I was like, well, damn. I was damn on that baby shower, Emily B's. Um... Oh yes, that was the last thing. I'm that was. Oh my yeah. gosh, I was like, it was beautiful. No balloon in sight, just all floral and not one crazy.
That girl's one. I'll be telling her all the time. She's the GOAT. Yes. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And I'm down. October, I'm down. Yeah. That's where I, I want to I wanna be able to be in that space. But yes, I, I will definitely open it up for um for everyone. But I, I want it to be an intimate group so that we mm-hmm. can really have meaningful conversations. Yeah, so we can talk about China too. Shit. <laughs> Listen, if China was open right now, Look, I'll be like, listen, we just want to stop because I will be there. Listen. I will be there. I will call up my girl that I want to visit. I'm like, listen, I'm coming. What you got for me? I don't know how you did that by yourself because I would have been scared. I'm still surprised I made it back. It wasn't traffic. Shit. (laughs) Because I was doing some crazy ass shit. (laughs) Lord. But we made it. I don't know how you did it. We made it. Yeah, and listen, that Google, what what I had, I had my phone with Google Translate trying to talk to people. <laughs> I remember you said what you you said you you was you was a some car ride and you had to get out oh, the girl. car walk. No, it was like a a, a, a the tax. bike with the door. Yeah, bike thing. <laughs> he put my ass on the side of the highway. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. But listen, it was fun. Yeah, it, it was it was lit until it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. But yeah, so pretty much twenty twenty one is get your, get our shit together because yeah. COVID came, it's gone real fast. <laughs> hmm. yep. They said we going out. They said we open up side. They Texas already <laughs> burnt mass, so. Listen, I saw Texas. Where was the other one? Somewhere up in the north, no, um, the Midwest. Was it Mar- I don't even know. Minnesota, not Minnesota. Um, God, I just saw it too on my feet, and I, I couldn't even remember what what damn state it was. But there are a lot of people that's burning these damn masks. Burning them. But I get it, man. I get so frustrated. Oh, in that conversation I told you about the woman, her last word to me was, um, and it's very disrespectful to come to a kid's party without a mask on. And I'm like, we in Central Park, ma'am. You are Outside. literally 10 feet away from me. Like, one near one kid next to me. I'm like, y'all just really, you doing too yeah. much. Too much. But it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it, it really is. People are always going to have something to say. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to hold you. I just want to answer your W2 1099 yep. question. No, and listen, that's 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 what we needed because that's where I'm at right now, trying to figure that stuff out. Yep, we could be each other's accountability because you help me in areas where I definitely, and I help you in areas where that's where yes. it works. You know, yes. So, and you just really need somebody just to help you do like the logistical day to day stuff, so that way you could just focus yeah. on, you know, whatever you're. And that's something I had to focus on, too. Like, when I first started this business, I really thought my clientele was parents. Like, it Mm. is. You know what I mean? It is the parents. Like, you know. But really, my business comes from other event planners. You know, it's from other businesses. So I had to scale that. Like, you know, the the planners are going to keep coming back because their clients are the parents. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Is it something... So when you go focus on building more relationships with business um, and then more people start seeing like, oh, what that, then, you know, then that's exactly. kind of more word of mouth stuff. Exactly. No, But I'm trying to get to your goal of like, I was like, 
actually this month I was like, wow, I never thought I'll see this day. Like, you know, it's like numbers going up again. Yeah. Cause literally it's last year I made two hundred dollars. Child, I looked at last April. I made hundred and ten dollars last April. <laughs> I mean, yo, two, I'm like, dang, that's crazy. But man, we do need a COVID, and I'm bringing bottles, champagne. I'm ready. We need a bring the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's, COVID it's really take us out. Is. Listen, there are a lot of rental companies that didn't make it. Oh yeah, I know a few. They're selling their stuff now. Like they're mm -hmm. like literally selling a lot of stuff. Yep. They did so, not make it. It's so just like I'm, I'm a lot of overhead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's and yeah, that's what it comes. They haven't they don't have that structure in place to be sustainable with the amount of staff they have. I talked to a company um because I was looking to have um I'm still I'm still doing it. I just ain't got there yet. But to have my stuff in the Hamptons and um, it's a company called Deco. I think it's Deco Me Up or Deco Party Up. Mm -hmm. um, and he said he acquired three. Was it three? He acquired, let me just say, several smaller rental companies. Um, but he had to let go almost half of his staff. And I'm like, that's wow. Dang. But that's how this one company out here is they they take on like smaller companies i actually gotta yeah. look it up to see if they still have those relationships right right because that is and true have you been on um what's this thing called um mm, mm, mm. the thing where you listen to people talk clubhouse clubhouse have you been on clubhouse yeah it was exhausting <laughs> i got off i've been off of it for a long time me too but i, I think I, i'm gonna i'm gonna try to go back on because are people that is where there? you make those connections with those rental you know those big gurus that are on there are they on there the, i don't know it's one just, or so well this is way back just became like yeah i was on it i felt like it was very informative but now i feel like with instagram allowing four people to get on now people are moving into yeah. instagram because all exactly. their followers are more to instagram exactly so then exactly. they host like these so like the girl i was telling you about she'll literally get on instagram she'll join live with someone like how we're on live and then mm -hmm. say we ping in somebody else and then all day long they're on live giving gems and nuggets but then they're directing people to their ebooks each oh, wow. of them, each of them. So they're like, "Yo, you could get my ebook. Go to this one. I just you could go to her ebook." They do that. Is it? What do they call it? Where you monetize your account? Um, yeah, like you're monetized, and then they're yeah. like, then they do joint classes together. So like, I don't know if you follow the girl Sierra. She's like Sierra Esquire. She does a lot of legal oh, yes, stuff. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh -huh. and then this other girl does like grants, and another girl does like yes, I see her. That's Ellie. Yep, Ellie does the grant thing. Uh huh. And then, so you'll if you see Ellie, then you know Shoshana. She has an ice cream. Oh, okay. Ice cream shop. She owns an ice cream I shop. Gotta, I, you know, because Ellie is on live, like you said, every five minutes, I just tune She's it on out. with Shoshana. <laughs> but now I'm going to go look to see. Yeah. To find so Shoshana owns a ice cream, like a rolled ice cream shop in Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh, wow. So she opened one in Nebraska, but she just moved to Atlanta. So she, it's called Mixins. So uh -huh. she owns two ice cream shops and she talks about how her and her business partner, she's in business with someone and 
she was literally didn't talk to her business partner for a year. Wow. They had court. They were like going through it, like soon about to sue each other. She said she didn't talk to her verbally on the phone for a year, just be texting. But wow. what she realized was it was a lot of things with her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she said she had to figure out like fixing things with her and like things she didn't see wrong and certain things, you know, like just being a better person, a lot of personal development stuff, you know? Right. And I was like, that's true. Like, you know, personal development is so key with like owning business, you know, like, yeah. cause especially when you have a partner, cause you got to relate to what that right. partner is coming from too. Yeah. And business is very much a business partnership is very much like a marriage is that mm-hmm. it can go left very fast because it's a high stress situation. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're dealing yeah. with money. Child, yes, it's true, it's true, but you know, sometimes it balances you out. It, 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 it's, I, I always I look when I see good partnerships that seem to work well, and of course, with social media, you don't know what's really going on behind the scenes. Yes. But the partnerships that like there's a florist group that I, I follow, and actually, I just delivered to them today. They're like a yin and yang situation um and they've been in business for over 20 years but it's it's like uh it's more of a creative thing like one is the creative partner and one is like the business partner yeah. and that, that that works very well um but it's i don't know i wish i had a partner sometimes so that's really why when me and Kalia, i told Kalia, but she ended up getting a full-time job she's like i'm so over <laughs> i told her girl please be my in-house creative because yeah. I'm not good at decor I'm not good at like you know I, I know what a table could look like but I'm not an event planner so I hate when people put right. that on me to be like oh plan my kids event because I'm like I'm just supplying the event rentals you know mm-hmm. like the tables and mm-hmm. chairs but that's why I like working with event planners because I'm like I, y'all are so creative like you guys exactly. you know exactly. and but that's why I love your style shoots because you can contribute to it me I'll be yeah. like I don't know do, do some this table and chair I'm trying to highlight <laughs> I have a shoot on Tuesday and mm-hmm. it's I will say it's it's out of my comfort zone but I'm gonna see how it works out mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm just gonna leave it there I like I don't like to have expectations of things because then I don't want to be disappointed but it's it's very different from what I how I usually do shoots because I'm very I gotta have everything you know I have to manage everything and so this one um, I'm just focused on my rentals and it's like ugh, well I don't know what's happening <laughs> right. we're gonna see well just zoom in on your products that's it the other stuff don't <laughs> if the other stuff don't go you got that table. That's it. That's what we're right. <laughs> But That's we'll it. see. We'll see. Yeah. It should be good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's not, but it is very it's a it's a stretch for me because I like you know, I do a I do almost all aspects of it. So see, I don't know how you do it. I'd be like, mm I'm like, what you okay, what's your thing? Okay, I'll just bring the stuff. Tell me what color <laughs> chairs and tables. <laughs> That's it. I'm like, that's it. Because I, I can't even, and it's funny because, like, I'm not a creative, but I'm good with logistics. Yeah. And that's what Kalia was saying. Like, she's good. She's good creative, but, like, writing mm-hmm. things down. And that's where I'm good at, like, being, creating structure, if that's what yes. you say. Like, creating the structure. Exactly. Um, exactly. And that's probably why I do, like, more social corporate event stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah. But no, I mean, it's uh, the corporate aspect of stuff is like obsolete now um, with people trying to be COVID conscious. But it's still a skill that, um, like, as I see business to business do it, mm -hmm. it's, it's definitely needed. It's definitely well, the, needed. Um, that's why I just actually connect to one of my, um, one of the, I, can, I told you to connect with them, the farm. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So she's actually one of my clients that I help her with like she so she runs like a nonprofit, but she so I help mm -hmm. her like scale more like fundraising exactly. um, scaling the summer camp to get more kids of color like she wants more kids of color there and stuff like that mm -hmm. because she teaches them so many amazing things on the farm yeah. and it's like she said New York is so redlined it's crazy it is it's it truly nobody believe me when I say that you know as an yeah. educator you see it so clear but I'm just thinking of Manhattan that's what she's an, yeah, she's an educator at Cornell. Yeah. also see yeah she would know yeah. yeah it's it's I don't know I'm leaving I'm the one foot out the door for that but mm -hmm. it, is, it is it truly is yeah it's crazy but yeah so hopefully things are picking up she's gonna do her in-person camp this summer for the kids so that's no, amazing. Hopefully. It's like, what was the one they fresh air fun, something like that? Yeah, she does yeah. like, so she did like learning kits last summer. Now she's gonna have the kids like come to the farm and she I teaches them it. like, you know, just just exactly what you're trying to do, raise your homestead. Yeah, you no, know, listen, she Shit, got we ain't gonna have no gas soon, so we gotta, we gotta do something. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, cool, well, I appreciate you coming on. Yes, good chat. I got to get you. up in like three hours. No, I know. I'm actually, I'm, I'm gonna sleep late today. I'm getting up at five thirty. I'd be free um, today's Friday, but I got orders on right. Morning, so. Yeah, I have. I only I have two deliveries tomorrow because I did most of them today, so that's a a plus. And then I'm going to pick up. I um, like Stephanie, if you're still on here, you started the trend. I have people picking up stuff from Home Goods all over the freaking state. <laughs> Shit, pick me up some stuff too. When you post that, Girl, I said, I'm about to go shopping. Rattan pieces. I'm I like, said I'm that still to my family, my... like, y'all see this at Home Goods? Let me know. <laughs> you think anybody told me anything? No. Right, it's on a group on a group chat. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, y'all ain't go to Home Goods to look for nothing. I'm That's like, what shoot. I said to my sisters. I'm like, I'm like, come through with something. But yeah. That's so beautiful. Those lines, those things are expensive. Yeah, I'm excited about that. This lady it's, asked it's me about nice. the bow chairs you have. She keeps calling me. And she's like, um, yeah, the bow chairs and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm like, no, but I want to get them. I'm trying to get them, but they're not responding. And I'm like, so you know, she, she after wants having them. that conversation with you, four other people asked me about um, the wholesalers. I said, mm -hmm. listen, what'd you say? They were on a 90-day turnaround time? Oh, yeah. Days? Even and you could see when you Google those things, like other people, they all they're all backwards till June, July, August. Oh yes. So yes. they're getting them all. You know what I mean? Like it takes a long time. But that lady won't budge on me with the whole PayPal thing. She wants That's a wire. I'm, you know what? I didn't. Pay, I only pay her a thousand dollars when my order is done in two weeks or so. No. So she told me weeks. she only takes PayPal for samples. She a lot. She won't take, my last yeah. order was PayPal. The one I was I like, placed, well, that, well, maybe that was, I don't know if it's a recent thing, but I'm going a, I'm to a see because mm -hmm. I'm going to tell her I'm going to pay you PayPal for the final order. I'm going to see what she says. Yeah. And I've been, unless she does another, Alipay. 
I tried to get her. I was like, I don't want to pay you a wire. She was yes. like, no. You know, I was like, no. This is my first one. I'm like, I don't want to pay you a wire. So, but someone wants those shares. And I said, you know, those shares are like $130. Like if you were just to order them. She goes, I said, I, said, I really don't think nobody's going to um, pay $50 to rent them each. She goes, they wouldn't? I said, would you? <laughs> Shit. Let me go buy these chairs if you will. If you but you know what? Dollars. I thought they would be very um uh fragile. Them things is like fucking Teflon. Oh good. That's good to know. Yeah. It's uh, the only issue is when you're packing them to transport, but as far as the kids are concerned, I haven't had one break. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm just nervous, like, how many to get, because some stuff does well, some stuff don't do well. No, that's, you know? I think, I think that piece is, uh, those rattan pieces are, that's why I spent so much money in home goods when I saw them, because I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm still waiting. Do you follow, um, what's this company called? Wait, you know, uh, the guy the we want to talk to, the guy who's yo, going to go why to are we market. still on the same track? Mine. That blows <laughs> what's me. What's the company name? Reverie? Yo, that blows me the fact that like he gonna come in this industry and try to dominate like that. But let me tell you, let me tell you about that. That's annoying though, On because my it's email like list, right. Um, yo, people be sending me like, oh, you should, you should get this, like, you know, you should look. But I'm like, this you know dude what? I makes. I, I had that exact same order. That company that he got all his pieces from. So on my email list, um, I don't know, sometime last year. All of those chairs he has, I sent it to my um, email list to, to vote on it, right? Mm -hmm. So when I saw him, but they wanted a they wanted a forty foot container, that's that was their minimum order. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like that's yeah. fucking fifty thousand dollars. Um, so when I somebody sent me, I think it was one of the Kardashian kids' parties. I'm like, look at this. He went directly to this company and just bought everything floor model, every piece. And I was like, mm, that's that's amazing. But That's he amazing. also makes a lot of furniture too. But yeah. he's, you know, at first he was using stuff that's not like I hate when people use coffee tables as kid chairs. I'm like, coffee tables are not the kid tables. But you know what? His the the that oblong table, I think it's restoration hardware. No, I mean like in general, event planners love Oh in general. Like, oh yes. Yes. You know, so he was doing that a lot, like using First mm -hmm. a coffee table, saying it was a kid's table. Then now he's legitimately getting it together because yeah. the celebrities are like, yo, we need it. This is what they yeah. want. Yeah. But you see, that gives that gives us validation, right? For, mm -hmm. for being in this industry prior to that and seeing that it's marketable. And the fact we went up to him and was like, so we were in. <laughs> right. And he the one that told us to go, you know. Yeah. yeah, and that to me was one of those things like you know you knew good and damn well ain't had no kids chairs down here, but we ain't gonna say nothing. But but it was it was a awakening experience for me because now I understand how much they over they upsell furniture. Like I didn't know that. Yeah. So that was a that was a teachable moment in that. They definitely ups. Yeah. Yeah, but listen. I'm watching his journey. All my little good. signals are going off. Um, there goes huh? my phone. Yeah, mine's. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, and it, you know, it was just like that thing. It's like you can't keep up with the Joneses, but like, I mm -hmm. definitely want some of his pieces. I'm like, yeah. 
I just had a conversation with um, Marjorie earlier today and she was saying, she sent me like this banquette that was beautiful, tufted banquette. And I said, my my brain always wants to go there, but it's like, how do I market that? Mm -hmm. And she was like, we need to just start build, designing and building furniture. I said, and, and my mind met, went immediately to Relvery. Is I, that's, that's how you say it. Because um, it's almost like a a thought to production like prototype stuff that's what i'm trying to get to it is you know mm -hmm. but it's like that's it's a big investment or having somebody that you know yeah. just won't charge you crazy rates to do that because like yeah even some of my throne chairs i've gotten the fabric redone it costs me mm -hmm. more to get the fabric redone than to buy a new chair <laughs> i'm like why wow. am I, you know but that's the thing of just kind of like that now I just hire people like builders like wood like wood makers to like yeah. make some stuff yeah because one thing I realized is I'm like man and even in my business there are event planners that buy chairs you know some of them will just use the same chairs over and over again you know mm -hmm. not rent from me and I'd be like man like you know they could give me a hundred dollars you know 150 right. to rent from me right. but they want to have their own like use their own yeah. stuff and I have to be okay with that so I said to myself, self, you got to be different where you maybe you provide different tables because they're going to go on the stores, you know, and pay whatever to get the chairs. But like, what are you going to do different? So now some people are trying to build some tables, you know, but I just have to just stay in my lane and just like keep being innovative. And, you know, yeah, that's the only yep. thing. It's just like offering something people just won't feel like they could just get their hands on. And that's why exactly. the acrylic tables do so well, because I just ordered a, the. I didn't realize that shit was so expensive. I just spent thirteen hundred dollars on bases. I didn't even get the top. Child, <laughs> them acrylic like, tables are expensive. People wonder why it costs money to rent, and you know the acrylic breaks. It breaks like that's your. Right. You know, get done. but I don't. How much do you rent it for? Um, one hundred and fifty. Okay. Yeah, I, I gotta sit here and figure this out because our I, pricing I, I got, is, our pricing is similar. Um, yeah, I, was I got at your four. Study. No, I got six base like the cubes, and I'm just gonna put wood on top of it. But I spent thirteen hundred dollars for those six. And look, I just got the package from the damn manufacturer. Let's, I'm like, they sent me something in the mail. I want to see what it is. It's probably a sample or something. What you got? Clear, clear code. I got clear. clear. I kept it simple because. I was like, I don't know if I can afford anything else right now. Oh, he sent me his um, promotional stuff. Yeah, those clear acrylic ones are expensive. Um, but the people that did mine, they're in New York. Um, really? Is it the New York acrylic people? No. Um, what's their name? DM DM props and more or something like that. Oh yeah, I have. I think I have them on my list. I just don't like how bulky my base is because it's. You know, it's not, mm -hmm. it's heavy. You know, I wish right. it was like lighter. So certain things of how it's made, I wish it wasn't as bulky. Um, but it'll, it'll just do what it do. Yeah. Well, this is my first time and ever it's even expensive. I just paid like $5,000 for those tables. Like, uh, they're beautiful though. Yeah, they are. I love them. They're, they're, very they're like literally my top, like, mm -hmm. I got my and they hold a lot. How many seats do they sit? Like 12, right? Eight to 10. Oh, okay. But okay. you know, yeah. I have two serpentine and I have two six foot. Yes. Yes. 
I was thinking about and you one see, on I, I've never gotten that stuff because I'm like, I can barely lift the damn farm table. How the hell am I doing that? But get back to our. But they're, story, they're less, they're less crazier than farm tables, though. The farm table yeah. legs are, you know, they're actually because the base comes off and the top comes off. Right. So you're just carrying right. the top and the base. You're not. Yeah. So oh, it's actually I, easier. The farm yes. table's like long and freaking, you'd be banging it against stuff. Like, <laughs> How do those short tables work for you? They have, they're worse. They're I thought worse? it was worse. Really? Yeah, I already broke the leg off of one of them. Damn. I was it's, telling it's my uh, carpenter, I said, she's going to make these short. I said, that might be a smart idea because these things no, are but You know why? Because it, when it comes down to the van, I can fit four full-size ones in my van. Mm -hmm. Those three chunky ones take up so much space. Um, it don't work. Some people try to do with the legs down, but I don't know how sturdy that is. Yeah, I, I asked Danny to do it, but he refuses. Uh, I'm still begging him to do it. Like adding the hinges. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. He's like, that's not cute. But I'm like, I want that because... Well, I just ordered the ones that are like that from um, Event Stable. Yes, I saw those. Yeah, I just ordered I those, those. So I'll let you know how they are. Yeah. Oh, please, because I... I, I I actually, so they have a distributor here in Jersey, the um, CSP people. And I just, mm -hmm. that's where I just ordered my um, pink acrylic pieces, pink acrylic chairs from. And I asked her um, if she had t kids table. She said no. But event tables just so fucking expensive. So they're made by order. Yeah. Oh, but I wow. feel like that was cheap though, because if you think about, like, I, like for me to get the material. How much were they? They were like one twenty nine. Oh shit, that's cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the wood. That's what I'm like. More than that. Yeah, I had somebody tell me they were like, oh, "I'm gonna make my own kid table." I was like, "But do you know, like, to get the material and somebody even build it and like all of the stuff, and then making sure it's the right height to the chairs and mm -hmm. so it's a lot." Trial and error. I wasted a lot of money on wood with that height situation, and then just the heaviness of it. Oh yeah. So, who, who I stole that design from somebody. I can't remember who. It'll it'll come to me. But yeah, that's it. That's what uh, you were saying, heavy and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I definitely got to work on some new. I just got to find a, a builder that can like do some stuff. Yes. What happened to your guy? Oh, never mind. Never mind. I remember the story. <laughs> no, no. He, the, my current like yeah, he referred a friend. And yeah. he does stuff for me. Um, but he has a full-time job, so... Yeah, you know, it's he, difficult. Mm -hmm. He takes on different stuff. But um, he's he's been good, like, to help me. I've been trying to build more of these picnic tables. Yes, um, yeah. And stuff like yeah. that, but... We'll see. Seems like it's going to be a hot girl summer for yeah. all the kids. These babies going <laughs> out. Listen, I'm like, come on, you need a bounce house? Come on. Yo, those bounce <laughs> houses are beautiful. One of the girls here, um, Lily's uh -huh. Playland, she does it out yes. here. Yes, I see. I, I see her stuff. Yeah, she, she came out when it came out, out the gate. Popping. Yeah, so, she's, yes. yeah, she's doing good. But she said it's a lot, you know? It is. It, anything you know what once you got to learn have a system like when i was doing that and i'm not doing that damn ball pit anymore but when i started to like it took me about four rentals before it i got it together 
Yeah, she has um, a crew. Like she has like a yeah. crew of guys that do everything. But the mm-hmm. um, my friend was telling me like you know you just have to call like maybe temp agencies. That's what you I know said. and stuff like that mm-hmm. because they'll be easier to find people to help. That's what I'm gonna have to end up doing for a driver because um. I think they were charging me like $22 an hour to pay someone. I mean, to, to have an experienced driver. But that's that's what it's going to come down to because this is not sustainable. Yeah, time freedom is so much more important. Yes. Because when yes. you tell me you're driving four, I said, Lord Jesus, Jesus, take the wheel. In one direction. I'd be complaining and <laughs> driving 30 minutes. I'd be like, you want me to go where? <laughs> so I don't even know. Yeah. I know you'd be like, yeah, it's a lot. No, it's time. Because even today, like, the kid, like, my new driver, he did two delivery, like, he did a delivery and a pickup, and it was, it gave, freed up so much time for me to focus on completing the invoices or seeing who didn't pay their invoice, you know, and now my mom, she's, like, doing my books for me, so when she's done doing my books, she says she'll take over to do all my invoicing, so I was, like, good, I'm so grateful. No, it makes so a huge like, difference. Listen, yeah. that's what we, I'm trying to get. My deadline is May 31st to, to fill all of these holes. And that's what's, you know, it's crazy. You're going to do it because you yeah, gave yourself a deadline. A you I know what you choice. have to do. Yeah. Like, how I live in the same house and I don't see these damn babies. Right. I don't have a choice. It's ridiculous. Yeah. We can't be out here working like. Right. And you know what's so crazy? Herbalife taught me about time freedom and structure mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. me taking on the right, i like the, i like that time freedom yo yes. herbalife taught me that i never did like a network marketing thing but that's what they're big on is like oh yes. time freedom financial freedom so me doing it during covid it actually mm-hmm. positioned me in a way where i can have structure and little celebrations and yes. i told i tell my mentor that i said you know i never had like structure of little celebrations but like having the structure with you and your team, like knowing like how we do yeah. certain things, clocking in, clocking out. Now I yes. created that with little celebrations. I clock in, clock out. I clock in my Herbalife business, clock out. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I create yes. like that time block schedule to work on. I'm going to start doing that. I actually just discovered I could do it on Square yesterday. Yo, so it helps so much. It helped. And then you mm-hmm. find out like how much time am I giving to petite seats? <laughs> Girl, I already know. Yeah. Like, it's like, I open the eye closed. You know, it's crazy. So, yeah. like, but, you know, you just have to create that structure and, like, time block, yes. like, time block your time. Yeah. Because it's it really going to help save time. It's going to, and that's what I need. That's what I need. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, mama. I'm going right. to take a shower and get in this bed. Yes, because you're going to be on the road. <laughs> You know. All right. Bye. Talk to you later. Talk to you later.